This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. On Thursday, FERC Chairman Richard Glick said he will depart the agency at the end of the year when the Senate adjourns. Glick's exit has been long anticipated since his path to reconfirmation was blocked by Senator Joe Manchin, who chairs the Energy and Natural Resources Committee, which oversees FERC nominations. Glick's departure will leave the commission with a partisan two-to-two deadlock, which is likely to delay progress on the agency's ambitious transmission agenda and could impact his push to incorporate additional environmental justice and climate change considerations into the pipeline permitting process. So today we chat with Politico's Catherine Morehouse about why Glick is leaving in 2023 and how that impacts FERC and President Joe Biden's climate goals. It's Friday, December 16th. So Glick told the room at FERC's December meeting that there was clearly not a path forward for him for reconfirmation before the end of the year. And he later told reporters after the meeting as well that any path to going through the whole process again in the new year just didn't feel like the right decision for his family, especially given that Senator Manchin would still be chair of the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee and things don't necessarily look like they're going to be more favorable for Glick in the new year. Kind of feels like he's out of options and, and that it's time to step down. Right. And we know Glick's exit has long been anticipated because of Manchin and Manchin didn't want to hold a hearing for him. Everything we understand was that had never changed. Clearly, he didn't seem to want to answer questions about his decision. But from what we can figure, remind us why, how we got here and why Manchin wouldn't hold a hearing for Glick. It's definitely been a roller coaster over the past year, really, starting with the pipeline policy that Chairman Glick put forward in February. Manchin was very opposed to that policy. It was going to take a much harder look at how pipeline emissions, including downstream emissions from power plants, uh, contribute to climate change. It was going to look at how siting of pipelines contributes to pollution in communities that are already disproportionately impacted by pollution. And Senator Manchin really felt like this was kind of slowing down the process for approving new infrastructure at a time when that just uh, wasn't in the nation's interest, given the war in Ukraine and all of that. Then later, Manchin said that he was feeling a little bit better about Chairman Glick's decisions. There had been a lot of pipelines approved, uh, which is what we think that he was talking about. But then President Joe Biden made some comments about coal-fired plants basically needing to retire quickly. And from what we've reported and from what we understand, that may have played a role in Senator Manchin really deciding that he was not interested in reconfirming Biden's pick for leading FERC. And there could have been other things involved in the process, but that's certainly what we've reported and what we know. Yeah, that's right. And just looking ahead here. So in the short term, the consequence of this decision by Glick is that the commission will have a a partisan 2-2 deadlock. We don't know how long, but just what is this mean as the commission is looking to finalize a lot of important agenda items? There are a lot of, I guess, debates about what exactly a deadlock will mean for the commission. And Chairman Glick actually addressed this a little bit to reporters as well after the meeting, kind of dispelled the idea that there will be this big deadlock and all of these problems. 
And on transmission policy in particular, it's true that there has been a lot of consensus on putting forward all of these proposals. But what we've also seen with transmission policies is that when commissioners are putting forward these proposals, you're also hearing oftentimes from the Republican commissioners that I'm basically voting yes on this because it's proposed language, but really not happy with this language so far. That being said, there's a lot of finalizing that needs to happen. And FERC now has three major transmission proposals on its plate, and it has just less room for negotiation on how these policies will play out. So on transmission, it's can they get something done? Yes. And people expect and hope that they will get things done. But it means that there will be delays. It means that there will be less flexibility. It means that there is going to have to be a lot of negotiations and there isn't a lot of clarity right now on what final language is going to look like on these really important rules. On pipeline policy, again, there are areas for compromise. One thing that was brought up that we've reported on in the past is that Commissioner Mark Christie is open to negotiations on a pipeline policy that would, for instance, crack down on making sure that companies aren't just building pipelines just to get a big return and ultimately that making sure pipelines that are being built are in customers' best interests. But on issues like addressing climate change and environmental justice, that's again an an area where Republicans and Democrats are split. Also, on Thursday, Senator Joe Manchin's push to streamline energy permitting rules suffered a defeat, an anticlimactic end to the West Virginia Democrats' months-long effort to streamline rules stalling clean energy and fossil fuel infrastructure projects. The Senate voted down the amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act that contained the permitting proposal by a 47 to 47 vote, short of the 60 votes it needed due to opposition from most Republicans and some progressives. Manchin called the lack of Republican support for his permitting reform proposal, quote, political payback for his role in passing the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act. The White House had come out in support of Manchin's permitting proposal ahead of Thursday's vote, but GOP senators complained that Manchin's attempt to compromise with them on a provision to speed the buildout of transmission lines fell short. Progressives, meanwhile, opposed the proposal's measures that set enforceable deadlines on environmental reviews and a special provision pushed by Manchin to advance the Mountain Valley Pipeline. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by Mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Normal Malichael is the podcast producer. Ragu Manavalan edited the show this week. Jenny Amitz is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Monday. This episode is brought to you by Chevron, the human energy company. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that one day can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com slash RNG.